What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What it do? BTSE 365 podcast. You know what it is. Appreciate y'all tuning in. And you know what it is. We starting to show off Mississippi State women's basketball team. Y'all know what's up. The shot by 5-5 Morgan Williams. UConn finally got dropped. They finally took that L. After 111 straight wins, they had to lose one. And it came last night on a buzzer beater in overtime. Dallas was, man, no lie. That's the most excitement I've ever shown probably ever watching women's college basketball. Like, like when she took that job, I was like, oh, man, she finna, she finna make history. I knew it was good. I knew it was good. And she felt that jump. She had just dropped 41 in the game before. Just had 41. Then she come out of the next game and hit the game winner over UConn on a buzzer beater. Man, in the words of one of my line brothers, watch her legend grow. <laughs> like, for real. Like, they, they still got to go out and win a national championship. You know, they still got to try to win a national championship. But damn, you you got to you got to feel that like you got to feel that because if you lose the national championship, it's like well yeah you beat them but you ain't got no rain. Man, boy, Marge Madness is real. I don't know who came up with the name. I don't know who trademarked it. I'm I'm assuming the NCAA. I know the NCAA trademarked it, but I want to know the brain that came up with the term Marge Madness. They was on to something for real. And today, the men's Final Four starts. Gonzaga, South Carolina, Oregon, North Carolina. You got a one seed on one end, another one seed. So you got two one seeds, a three, and a seven. So you got Gonzaga, Mark Few, you know, they out here on a mission. Nobody believes in Gonzaga. You know, nobody really believes in Gonzaga to do what they're doing right now. They've had high seeds before, but they haven't, you know, done this. And right now they're on a mission. They got J3 Williams, you know, the kid out of Southwind, the junior transfer. Big Cardinalski down there in the post. And you can't forget about Nigel Williams Doss. But a lot of the role players play big for him. So that's what Mark Few's gonna need, cause this South Carolina team ain't just finna lay down. Like they not just about to come out here and lay down for you. You see they coach. You see how Frank Martin act over there on the sideline. Them boys not finna lay down. Them men not finna lay down for y'all. Because Sindarius Thornwell can ball. He can ball. And they all play hard. You know what I'm saying? All of them playing hard out there. But Mark Few, Mark Few on a mission. He finally got a, a well-constructed team that works well from top to bottom. But... And they're looking like a, a machine out there. I'm, I don't think they can win a national championship, but I think they'll beat South Carolina. Mark Few is going to have to you have to feed the post and let those athletic wing men do their thing. As long as they can limit those turnovers against South Carolina, they'll win this game. But don't let South Carolina get you on that that deep, you know, that that pressure. Like those Gamecocks are really out there serious on this defensive end. No, no joke. PJ Dozier. These, these cats ain't playing. But, you know, I'm going with Gonzaga in this game, 83-76. I think Thornwell going to try to go for 30, but uh, uh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. But like I said, 83-76, Gonzaga. And in the main event, matchup of the evening, North Carolina, the Tar Heels going up against the Oregon Ducks. 
This game has, you know, a little star power to it. Justin Jackson, Dylan Brooks, Tyler Dorsey, Joel Berry II, Kennedy Meeks, Jordan Bell. Can't forget about Isaiah Hicks. But the keys to this game go like this. If Oregon want to win, they got to get, they got to get big games from Dylan Brooks and Tyler Dorsey. I mean, that's just, that's just the only way. That's just the only way. I've seen Grayson Allen go off against North Carolina. I've seen Luke Kennard go off. I've seen, and that, if there's one thing you can say on the defensive end about North Carolina that we got to get better on, stopping these so-called star players. But as long as we take care of them on the defensive end, you know, limit the, the transition shots, it's cool. Now, Jordan Bell, I saw Jordan Bell go off against Kansas. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. But this ain't the, these North Carolina big men a lot better than those Kansas big men. No disrespect. No disrespect to the Jayhawks, but Kennedy Meeks and Isaiah Hicks, I mean, come on. Luke May, I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah, he not he not going to be getting all those offensive rebounds, bro. Like, that's just not going to happen. But Tyler Dorsey and Dylan Brooks, who look like neither one of them ever seen a shot they didn't like, they're going to have to lead the team. They're going to have to put the team on their backs. They're going to have to try to get 30. As long as North Carolina keep doing what they've been doing, tough on the offensive boards, getting out, playing and transition well on the offense, and limit the turnovers, man. Like, that's the only thing. Don't shoot yourselves in the foot. If you're on a redemption tour, redeem yourself. Play smart. And my prediction for this game is simple. I got the Tar Heels winning 82, Oregon 73. And I think it'll be close into like the last two minutes, last minute and a half. And Oregon's just going to start fouling. Like, this, I really think that's how it's going to be. Justin Jackson has to be aggressive on the offensive end again. Joel Berry, they need to make sure they, they give him, you know, whatever shot they got to give him in his ankles. He out here with baby ankles and, or whatnot. He has to play smart on the offensive end and defensive end because he can, he can sometimes make some bad decisions. But I trust that a veteran team that's been here before that knows what's at stake will prevail at the end of the day. One thing I know is going to be some good basketball played on the day. Hey, one time, one time for everybody listening today. If it's your first time or your untinked time, <laughs> I appreciate you listening. Appreciate you listening. You can get at me on IG. You can get at me on Twitter at BTSE underscore 365. That's at BTSE underscore 365. Hey, one time for Memphis East. Shout out to Memphis East, man. Shout out to Penny and the squad. Things actually worked out for the team to be able to travel to New York to play in that national tournament. So shout out to them. Wish them well. Represent for the 10. And staying with the Memphis High School Athletics theme, shout out to new head football coach at Tresman High School in Memphis. That's Coach Orinthius Taylor, a Dyersburg High School graduate, former head coach of the JCM Cougars, former assistant for the Haywood Tomcats, and he was the offensive coordinator last year So for Tresman. So, you know, it's not like he's a stranger to the program. The players know him. The parents know him. So, hey, the community knows him now. Great opportunity for Coach O, also a Tennessee State alum, and he's a member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, proud member. So, you know what? Shout out to fam. Shout out to Coach O, Coach T, because it's a great look for you. You got the juice now. 
Man, I love to see people I know win, man. It's a beautiful thing. Put a smile on my face. So, you know, anyway, in, in entertainment, in the entertainment world, I wanted to touch on something. I don't watch a lot of, you know, TV shows. Not a whole lot of TV shows. Not like the more popular shows. Some of them I do, but like Greenleaf. I just got put on Greenleaf the other day. And I'm watching it, and then I'm getting told the backstory about it. I'm like, man, I don't, I, I might want to watch this. I might want to watch this. But I don't know if I should watch it. Like, they were talking about a rival church. I said, how does the church have a rival? Like, when did churches start actually having a quote-unquote rival? When did that become a thing? Now, I know it's just a TV show. I know it's just a TV show. But damn, a church rival. Didn't it, the cat that they got, uh, the dude, Mac? Man, Mac ain't if. I ain't even seen the show but for 35, 40 minutes. I already don't like Mac. I already don't like bro. I'm going to take the time to binge watch it one day. You know, just try to binge watch it in a couple days, two, three days. And then I was watching Empire too. Ain't seen an episode of Empire since probably, I don't know, season two. And it's this one scene where uh, Terrence Howard, you know, Lucius, Lucius. I had forgot his name for a second. The man in the studio, and he wearing some scarves around his wrist with a bracelet around it. I said, man, what the hell is he wearing? Then I think Tay Diggs said the main hairdo was weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm going to start watching that, but it was it was funny while I was watching it. It was funny. Then I got to see my boo knee along in that joint. Whew, my goodness. 25 years later, and she's still fine. Mm, 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 mm. And we can't forget about the new music that's been getting dropped out here. End of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter. I, I know what they're doing out here. I see what's happening. Kendrick been dropping a couple of little gems here and there. Mike Will made it just put out Ransom 2. And Big Sean opened that joint hard, too. Like, Big Sean come on that joint spitting. The Kendrick Lamar Gucci Mane and Ray Shrimmer track, that, that joint pretty dope, too. That joint pretty dope, too. Hey, one time for all the local artists. And that's for local artists around the, the country, not any specific area. But if you're a local artist, wherever you at, and you're on your grind, you're trying to get it. And you're really talented, too. You're really talented. You ain't just one of these cats out here who think they talented. You really got it. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. I hope you I hope you uh, get everything you want out of it. And that goes for anybody else listening. I hope all y'all dreams come true. Now, it's another subject I wanted to go ahead and touch on, and that's the uh, Colin Kaepernick situation in the NFL. Everybody has their take. Is he being blackballed? Will he get a job? One thing I know, Cap not money hungry. Because if it was about the money, he would have just opted into his contract and took that $14 million. I don't know if he really wants to play. I, I see the social media posts. I'm not saying he doesn't necessarily want to play, but if you decline $14 million to have a, a spot on the team, like, you going to have a spot on the team unless they cut you. And and you were playing for ownership that was supporting you. Ownership was supporting you. You ended up starting after you were kneeling. So I don't know if it's just you don't want to play for San Francisco no more. I don't know what that is. But I just had to get that part out the way first because your agent, your friends, your family – your mentors, whoever you listen to, 
or yourself. You know, I'm sure it was, you know, your decision at the end of the day. But I don't know if you ever heard the saying before, Cap. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. And I'm going to keep it clean just because I know somebody young is listening. <laughs> but don't pass up no for show. You know what I'm saying? No for show trying to get some more. And if you heard the saying before, you know what I'm talking about. But I wish him well. I hope he lands on his feet. Look, Jay Cutler don't have a job yet either, which he doesn't deserve one. But at least he don't have a job yet. And he ain't hurting for no money either. Like, these cats ain't just hurting for no money. He out here doing his thing with his foundations. He out here getting people aware of everything, you know, getting people aware of certain things they didn't know about at first. Getting the youth involved in things that they might not have known about. So... You know, all this news about him not having a job or a contract or whatever is actually helping him at the same time. It might be hurting him on the football spectrum, but, you know, it's other people in, that would probably look at him and be like, you know what, other, you know, influential type of people see him and just be like, you know what, they're, they're, they're doing them wrong. They don't like that. That's just 32, quote unquote, owners of a team. Just 32 owners they're not the only powerful people in America. They're not the only influential people in America. There are other movers and shakers out there that can see this and say, you know what, I want to help this young man. I believe in what he stands for. So not being on the football field at this moment, not having a contract at this moment, is probably helping him a lot more than it's hurting him. I, I can guarantee you that. Now, from a football perspective, do I believe he should be signed by a team? Of course I do. Of course I do. I'm telling you right now, I think if the Houston Texans really want to get to another level, hear me out. The Houston Texans now, I'm not talking about the New York Jets. I'm not talking about the New York Jets situation. I'm talking about a winning team right now that had Brock Osweiler last year at quarterback for most of the season. And then Tom Savage. I'm saying that team who's going to have a J.J. Watt coming back on the defensive side. I say that team should sign Colin Kaepernick. You give him DeAndre Hopkins, Lamar Miller in the backfield, and that defense, he ain't got to put up 30 points a game. He can be the quarterback he is now, leading the team, getting 21, 24 points. That's that's the type of environment he'll need. I'm just saying, it, it, it only makes sense. Why go get a banged-up Tony Romo? Why? You can bring this 28, 29-year-old spry quarterback. And you can let him get out there on the edge and get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins and wheel full of the... Man, come on, man. It ain't rocket science. It ain't rocket science, you know? It's just not. Oh, yeah, if you haven't already, go check out the movie Grow House, man. That's just funny. Snoop Dogg, Lil Duval, D-Ray. Yeah, that's a, funny little, that's a funny little movie, man. Check it out. Oh, yeah, can't forget about WrestleMania tomorrow. If you're a wrestling fan or not, if you just want to see some action... Telling you, you can probably get the WWE Network for free right now just to watch WrestleMania. Like, like they had Goldberg kind of hold Brock Lesnar last time, right? I don't think the writers wrote it like this this time. I don't think it's going to happen like this this time. I really think Brock going to come out here and beat the hell out of Goldberg. Then they got this whack universal, man, that's why I had to stop watching it. Because the writing and the storylines have become so terrible. It's just... It's damn ridiculous. But I ain't gonna lie, I'm probably gonna watch WrestleMania. <laughs> That's all I got for y'all today. Again, as always, appreciate y'all tuning in. Whenever you tuning in, wherever you tuning in, just know it's appreciated.
And like I always say, make love, not war. You feel better when you love. You know what I'm saying? You feel better when you love. You don't feel good when you always mad. Let that steam at your collar, player. Y'all be good. Peace. BTSC 365. <laughs>